Today, our two players will compete to see whose extensive knowledge of Star Trek CCG trivia gets them one step closer to being this season's champion. This is the Star Trek CCG Game Show. Hi everyone, I'm Corbin Johnson. I'd like to say thanks for joining us, and I'm going to say hello to my contestants. How's it going today, guys? Woo! Good right. to be here. Good, good. Glad to see you. All right then, uh, I'm gonna let's go ahead and meet our contestants. Uh, our first contestant is joining us from Massachusetts. He's been playing One E since 1996. He is uh, Matt. Matt, welcome to the show. Thank you, Corbin. So, Matt, I heard that you got your username from a trivia contest that you played in i did this was uh back in the decipher days uh it was either on the message boards or even in a usenet uh star trek message group mm -hmm. but there was a uh, trivia contest running uh based on star trek but also star trek the customizable card game wow okay. and and i uh I needed to, when I started entering it and answering the questions, I had to pick a name to use for myself. And so I, uh, I thought back to uh, uh, my name's Matt, and so I thought back to Matt's who had been in Star Trek, sure. uh, and, which I actually had done uh, for a previous uh, not online Star Trek trivia contest one time. And so I adopted the handle of Commodore Matt Decker, or Com period Decker for short. Oh, fantastic. And uh, it suits you well, it seems. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, today, your buzzer sound will be player two. Joining us today from San Diego, California. Been playing since 1995. Franklin, welcome to the show, Franklin. Hey, how are you doing? Thanks I'm for doing. having me. Thanks you for being on. Um, Franklin, so you're a two-time world champion. Um, the, that probably means you've had an interesting story or two. Why don't you tell us one? Uh, interesting story. Okay, uh, let me. Uh, there, I guess the most one of the most interesting stories was that uh, one time I showed up to a tournament without a deck. <laughs> okay. There's no. I didn't have a deck. I, I just didn't bring a deck, and uh, the tournament director wanted it to be sanctioned. So he, this was a constructed tournament, and he handed me a uh, uh, OTSD and said, "Make a deck." Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I said, "This is okay. silly. Like, do it." And I ended up going two and one. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. How so, did you do it? I, I don't know. I don't remember what I did. All, all I remember today is the story goes around that I went two and one with an OTSD. Wow. Well, so it can't be done. Fantastic. I'm going to try that next time I have a tournament. Uh, today, your buzzer sound is... Yep. So, this is our uh, final quarterfinal game. Today's winner will face off against one of our previous winners in the semifinals. Uh, next week, I will have a nice summary of what all of you can expect to listen for in the finals. Let's explain the rules of the game. Just like in Star Trek CCG, the object of the game is to score 100 points before your opponent. All of the questions come from the first decision side of the game, but may also include questions about the game as well as its designers. If something is confusing or needs to be repeated, please ask me for clarification, but I will always have to take your first answer. The game is divided into five rounds, and I'll explain each one as we get there. Since this is a podcast show, I'd like to ask both players please to not look up any information. Typically, answers need to be said within five seconds of me finishing the question, so keep it quick. 
let's get started with round one. Red alert. I'm going to ask both players a question. Buzz in as soon as you think you know the answer. I'll stop reading the question. You'll have five seconds to answer. If you are correct, you will win five points. But if you're wrong, your opponent will get to hear the entire question and have five seconds to answer. You won't lose any points for a wrong answer in this round. Are you both ready? Yep, let's yes. do this. All right. First question, multiple choice, of Make It So, Federation Flagship Relaunched, or Wharf from First Contact, which card does not have the Enterprise E icon located on it anywhere? Franklin? Uh, it is uh, Federation Flagship Relaunched. That is incorrect. Matt, do you need to rehear the question? Uh, could I please? Of Make It So, Federation Flagship Relaunched, or Wharf from First Contact, which card does not have the Enterprise E icon printed on it anywhere? It is Wharf. That is correct for five points. Our score is five for Matt, nothing for Franklin. I'm sure that's going to change, though. Question number two, multiple choice of the property logos for Star Trek Voyager, Star Trek First Contact, or the generic Star Trek customizable card game property logo, which did not appear on a card from the set, All Good Thing. Matt? Star Trek, the customizable card game. That's correct. That logo did not appear on any cards in All Good Things. Puts you up to 10. Franklin's still at nothing. Let's move on to question number three. Name two Baku species personnel. Matt? Artem and Anij. That is correct. Puts you to 15. 15 for Matt. Nothing for Franklin yet. We're moving on to question number four. You're still with us, Franklin, right? I'm, I'm here. I'm okay, here. very good. Question four. Name three... Uncommon events from the set premiere. Franklin. Uh, the Traveler Transcendence. That's one. Akiva Fajo Collector. That's two. And Gaps of Normal Space. Very good. Three done. Puts you to five to match 15. And we're going to move on to question number five. Which card includes the following game text? Seeds or plays on table? Limits each non-board reports with crew action. Matt? It's only a game. Very good. Wow. I'm surprised. Uh, that puts you to 20. Okay. I know <laughs> You got him down, man. Very good. Uh, Matt's at 20. Franklin's at 5. We're going to move on to question number 6. Multiple choice of Kyle Hoyer, Brad DeFruiter, or Evan Lorenz. Who was not a regular host of the radio show, Radio Free Decipher? Franklin? Uh, Brad DeFruiter. That is correct for five points. Put you to ten. Uh, Matt, did you listen to Radio Free Decipher? Once or twice, I think. Okay. Cool. Well, uh, we've got a score of 20 for Matt, 10 for Franklin. Move on to question number seven. Name a pack lead. Franklin, just Regi in time. Reginod. Reginod is correct for 15 total points to Matt's 20. Uh, and that was a quick buzz in. That was close, guys. Uh, <laughs> question number eight. I need you to name all four ultra rares from Blaze of Glory. Ultra rare foils from Blaze of Glory. No takers. Mm. All right. No one wants this one. Um, how many can you name, Franklin? Uh, two. Two. What about you, Matt? 
were they all were all the foils ultra rare? I mean, I know a few of the foils, um, but, but I mean, yeah. were there were there foils of other rarities? Yeah, they very eighteen foils. Yeah. Okay, I foils. only know I only know two of the foils at all. Okay, all right. So <laughs> I was just curious. The correct answer is Riker Will, Elam, Lacutus's Borg Cube, and Jedzia Dex. All right. At the end of round one, uh, we've got Matt at twenty and Franklin with fifteen points. Oh. And uh, uh, good round, guys. Before we start round two, I'd like to give a shout-out to MC Cola for his theme, A Dangerous Game. And our sponsor for today's show is 2D6 Games and Hobbies. 2D6 Games and Hobbies offers popular game brands such as Rio Grande, Mayfair, Fantasy Flight, Steve Jackson Games, Asmodee, and Paizo Publishing. They ship worldwide and strive for the best in customer service. A percentage of their sales are donated to the Continuing Committee. For playing today, guys, uh, you each will receive an OTSD box customized, um, and the, our winner will receive a 1EV foil out of my collection. At the end of each round, the player who won the round gets a chance to play our Fizzbin round. So, Matt, you yes. won that round, so you get to play our first round of Fizzbin. Okay. So, ten captives are being held on Empire Noor. However, each captive is being escorted by a Gem Hadar. The winner of each Fizzman round will be working their way through Empak Noor freeing captives. In each room, there is a captive and a guard. Our player, however, left his glasses at home, so he will choose whether or not to stun the left or right personnel. If they stun the Gem Hadar, they will win the captive in that room and try again in the next room. If they stun the captive, then the player run, the player's run through Empak Noor ends, and the next player to play Fizzman will try his luck at that room. Each captive is a rare personnel, except for the last one, which today is a copy of a Riker Will foil from Blaze of Glory. So if you manage to get all the way through, uh, that's waiting for you at the table at the end of the run. And uh, captive number nine, I'll tell you, is Mr. Scott from the Motion Pictures. So, Matt, if you are ready, I'm going to sure. shuffle up the first captive room. Is the Gem Hadar on the left or the right? I will say the Gem Hadar is on the right. That is correct. You just stunned Itaka to win a copy of Beverly Picard. Congratulations. Cool. All right. We have a Gem Hadar and a rare personnel. Is the Gem Hadar on the left or the right? This time the Gem Hadar is on the left. That is correct. You just stunned a young Gem Hadar to win a copy of 11 of 17. Congratulations. Thank you. I don't know why the Dominion is taking Borg captive, though. It doesn't make a lot of <laughs> sense to me. All right. Is, you've moved on to the next room. Is the Jem'Hadar on the left or the right? The Jem'Hadar is on the left. You? Nope. Unfortunately, oh. no. You have stunned Brile of Borg. So oh. they're going back. And uh, whoever wins Fizzman next or plays Fizzman next round will be playing for a Brile of Borg. All right. Uh... Very good. Let me recap the scores at the end of round one. Matt has a score of 20. Franklin has a score of 15. Let's move on to round two, raise the stakes. Before the show, I showed each player a set of four questions, each with a clue attached to the question. Each player chose three of those questions to ask their opponent and chose if they wanted the clue revealed. Each time a player answers a question correctly, he wins five points or 10 points if the question's clue was revealed. If a player answers a question incorrectly, their opponent gets the points that the question is worth. Matt, since you're in the lead, you get to hear the first question okay. that Franklin has chosen for you. Question number one. 
Which founder has four regular skills and has the attributes Integrity 4, Cunning 11, and Strength of 5? Ooh, I'm bad with stats, but... And take your time. There's no oh, I can time take my time? Round. Okay. So go ahead and think about it. Think it through. Which founder? Cunning of 11. Can you read it again? Absolutely. Which founder has four regular skills and has the attributes Integrity 4, Cunning 11, and Strength of 5? Founder leader. That is incorrect, unfortunately. The correct answer is Bashir Founder. Franklin's going to score five points for that. Oh, right. That's going to tie the game up 20 points each. Um, Franklin, you get to hear your first question as chosen from Matt. Who is the only non-aligned male Romulan species personnel in the game? Uh, <clears throat> Orem. That is correct for five points. Puts you to 25 to Matt's 20. Matt, your second question. Franklin wants you to name three personnel who are Dominion affiliation but are not Jem'Hadar, Shapeshifter, or Vorta species. Looks like you got all the Dominion questions today, Matt. Yeah. Dar? Dar is one. Wodekadon? That's two. Inglatu? Inglatu makes it three. Congratulations. That gives you five points and ties the game up at 25 each. Franklin, your second question is, which Bajoran affiliation personnel has the regular skills in order, anthropology, youth, computer skill, leadership, and music? Run them by me again? Sure. Which Bajoran affiliation personnel has the regular skills in order, anthropology, youth, computer skill, leadership, and music? That's Lita. That is Lita for five points. Congratulations. Puts you to 30 to Matt's 25. And Matt, we're going to move on to your third and final question. Franklin would like you to name two equipment that have the AU icon but lack the original series icon. All right. One is a blade of armor. That is correct. AU icon but lack the... The original series icon. Alright, I know the other one I'm thinking of, but what's the title? Oh, I'll go with a different one instead. Vulcan Tricorder. Very good. That's worth five points to you. Puts you to 30. It's a tie game. 30 points each. And uh, our final question for Franklin this round, as asked by Matt, is name four of the dilemmas that have... Empok Nor in their lore. Name, wow. We're looking for four dilemmas that have Empok Nor in their lore. Uh, Friendly Fire. That's one. Um, uh, Fringy Infestation. Two. Uh, Garrick has some issues. He does. Uh, um, Sleeper Trap. Very good, four or five points. Put you to 35, and you take the lead on that. At the end of round two, our players have 35 points for Franklin and 30 for Matt. All right, congratulations to Franklin for winning the round. Let's recap the scores. Franklin is ahead by five points. He has 35. Matt has 30. 
And now Franklin's going to have a chance to win some rares. We're going back to Empok Noor. And you know who's hanging out in the holding cell, but you still have to stun the right personnel. I'm reshuffling the uh, two cards. Is the Jem'Hadar on the left or the right, Franklin? It's on the right. No! Briel gets it again. All right. Well, that's unfortunate. That's going to end the round. But uh, we have one more chance to play Fizbin at the end of the round, or at the end of the game. So uh, hang in there, guys. We got some good prizes there. Let's move on to round three. We call round three Warp Speed. I'll ask our players to name items off a given list. Each player must give an answer, starting with the player in the lead. That's Franklin. Players alternate until one player cannot name an item on the list, and the other player is going to score 10 points. I do need the exact card title for the answer to be correct. Uh, this one's going to be a little tricky, so let me give you an additional portion of the rule. If, if I need clarification, I'll ask for it. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, basically. If you're both ready, Franklin, I would like you to name an Android personnel. Uh, Student type Android. Very good. Uh, Matt. Lol. Lol. Very good. Franklin. Uh, Data Premier. Data Premier. Very good. Matt. Juliana Tainer. That's correct. Franklin. Uh, Lore. Very good. Matt. Carlos. That's correct. Franklin. Uh, data First Contact. Very good. Matt? Ruck. Ruck is correct. Franklin? Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes works. Matt? B4. B4 works. Very good. Franklin? Uh, let's do uh, Data Next Generation. That'll do. Very good. Uh, Matt? Give you a couple more seconds. Praylor unit 6472. Sure, we'll take that. Okay. Franklin? Uh, Praylor unit 127. Ooh. I'm sorry, there is no such Praylor unit. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, that's going to be. Is that a card yet? Not yet, <laughs> at least. <laughs> Other ones that are interesting are data tempted by flesh from what you leave behind. Oh, yeah. Data from the city of Rateg in a mirror darkly. Commander data is apparently an oh, android. Yeah. I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, he's uh, an android, just not a Sung type android. Exactly. And then there's data of Borg. Ref ref uh, resistance is futile. Data's body is considered an android. Exocomp. Uh, Exocomp is as well. Yeah, so a lot <laughs> of interesting choices. Matt's going to score 10 points for that. And we're going to move on to our last round of Fizbin. And Matt, I know you don't like the board very much, apparently, but, you know, <laughs> have some better aim, all right? Um, is the Jem'Hadar on the left or the right? I hope that this time he's on the left. <laughs> shot him again. You shot Burial again. Well, Matt, you did uh, you did get a Beverly Picard and an 11 of 17 for Fizbin this game. All right. Fizbin's going to go away this round. Sorry, Franklin, nothing yet. Uh, but we're going to move on to our fourth and final round. Let's recap the scores. Matt, you have a score of 40. Franklin has 35. 
And it's time to play our fourth and final round in the zone. I will ask ten questions. Buzz in when you think you know the answer. I'll stop reading the question. If you are correct, you will score ten points. But if you're wrong, your opponent will win the ten points. Whoever has the most points at the end of the round, or whoever is the first player to have 100 total points, will win the game and come back to play in our tournament. Everyone have their fingers on buzzers? Yep. Yep. Alright, let's get started with question one of In the Zone. Name three cards with the word temporal in their title. Franklin? Uh, temporal Wake, Temporal Rift, and Temporal Investigations. Very good. For ten points. That puts you to 45 to Matt's 40. Question number two. Name two unique original series Klingon personnel. Matt. Cross and Captain Koloth. That's correct. For 10 points, puts you to 50. Taking the lead, 50 for Matt, 45 for Franklin. Question number three. How many time locations correspond to Earth? Franklin. Four. Four is incorrect. I count Cetacean, Cetacean Institute, Montana Missile Complex, and 22nd Century San Francisco. So uh, that's going to give 10 points over to Matt. Matt has 60 points. Franklin has 45. And we're going to move on to question number four. Of a multiple choice of zero, two, or nine, how many cards have the word decipher in their lore? Matt. Two. Two is incorrect, and the correct answer is zero. Franklin, that gives you 10 points, puts you to 55. Matt, you have 60, and we're moving on to question number five. Of Krug, Valkris, or Karnog, which of these does not have the Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock property logo? Oh, Matt's going to take it. Karnog. That is correct for 10 points, puts you to 70. You have 70 points, Franklin has 55, and we'll move on to question number six. Name a personnel who is either a teacher personnel or a professor personnel. Franklin. Uh, Keiko O'Brien. Does give Matt 10 points. He is at 80, Franklin's at 55. Uh, the possible answers were Leosa, Mrs. O'Brien, Natima Lang, Professor Honeybear, Professor Moriarty, Professor Sisko, and Richard Galen. It is still anyone's game. So we'll move on to question number seven. I'm looking for two the clown cards. Franklin. Uh, clown, the clown beneath the mask. That's one. And the clown guillotine. That is two, and you get ten points for that. Puts you to 65 to Matt's 80. Other choices include Bitter Medicine, My Festival, On His Throne, and Playing Doctor. Question number eight. Which property logo is on the HMS Bounty? Couple more seconds. Nope. All right. So the correct answer was the Star Trek IV property logo. Okay. Do that. But anyway, so that one, uh, the correct answer was Star Trek IV. Uh, Could have been Star Trek III, I guess. Um, but anyway, we're going to move on to question number nine. Scores are 80 points for Matt, 65 points for Franklin. Still two questions left in the round, so it's still anyone's game. Which card has the following lore? Jean-Luc Picard had intended to step through an Iconian gateway to the USS Enterprise, but lack of time. Matt? Wrong door. 
Wrong door is correct for 90 points to Franklin 65. And there is one last question in the round. How many cards were in the set Genesis? Franklin. 40. 40 is incorrect. That gives Matt 100 points and the game. Congratulations, Matt. The correct answer was 27. <sighs> Matt, congratulations for winning the game. Uh, thank you. Like, and we'd like to thank Franklin for playing a hard-fought battle. Hope you had a great time playing. That was fun. All right. Glad to hear it. I'd like to congratulate Matt for winning the game. Uh, Matt, we will see you a little bit later down the road to compete in our tournament. Okay. And so you complete uh, the four-quarter finalists. So uh, next time we will have two of our returning contestants back, and then uh, we're going to have some fun, and you guys are going to be playing for some pretty cool prizes. So thanks a lot. Franklin, feel free to stick around as we play the bonus round, Gift of the Tormentor. So, uh, Matt, congratulations for winning today. You win a Dr. Telic or more V-Foil, and uh, you will have the chance to win a sealed pack of cards. Which pack of cards did you want to play for today? I'd like to try for a Reflections pack. Very good. All right, let me explain how the Gift of the Tormentor round works. I've picked out a harder question. And you're going to have 30 seconds to think about it. And feel free to think out loud or whatever. And when those uh, 30 seconds are up, I'll go ahead and ask you for your answer. So, uh, let's go ahead and ask you your question. Okay. Besides 1994 and 1995, which year saw the most different 1E template cards released including foils and reprints. Now, just to clarify, a foil Locutus's board cube would be considered different than the rare Locutus's board cube, and the AU door from the Trouble with Triple Starters is different from the AU door from Alternate Universe. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to think about this. Go ahead. Okay. Let's see. It'd have to be at least 98, because the, they only did one per year until then. 98 had First Contact and Fajo. But then they kind of went to about three per year. Um, I'm not sure this is right, but I'm going to guess 2000. Going with 2000, in 2000, the second anthology, uh, the Armada set, the Trouble with Tribbles, the Tribbles Starters, Reflections, Enhanced Premier, Mirror Mirror, and the 34th, 34th Rule Foil came out. That's for a total of three, 439 different cards, possibly 442. <laughs> that was a great guess, because um, a <laughs> lot of you. things came out that year. And uh, I probably would have guessed the same, actually. The correct answer is actually 2001, which saw the release of Voyager, 218 cards, Borg, 143 cards, Holodeck Adventures, 141 cards, and 14 tournament foils for a total of 516 different cards. So I'm sorry, Matt, you're not going to win that one E-pack, but we still had a great time having you on the show. You won uh, the V-Foils, you won those rares, you won the OTSD box, and you're going to be back to face one of our previous competitors for the championship to find out who has the best one E Star Trek trivia knowledge. So thanks a lot for showing up, both Franklin and Matt. And uh, good game, everyone. I'm going to say thanks for listening, everyone. This is Corbin Johnson signing off, saying so long, and thanks for all the track. Great show, guys. That was great.
Promotional consideration for today's show was provided by 2D6 Games and Hobbies. Follow them today on Twitter at 2D6GMSNHBBYS or on Facebook at 2D6 Games and Hobbies. You can browse a sample of their full selection on eBay. Can't find what you need? Email Jason at 2D6GamesandHobbies at gmail.com for inquiries. 2D6 Games and Hobbies has no official affiliation with the continuing committee. Star Trek in all forms is copyright and trademark of CBS Paramount Studios, which has no affiliation with myself or trekcc.org. This podcast is for non-profit use only. A special thanks to cameramusic.co.uk for additional music used in the podcast. Contestants were furnished before the show with rules of the game, and portions of the show not affecting the outcome were edited for time. Come back next week to see who our first finalists will be and the Star Trek CCG Game Show.